Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. What's up, guys? I am back with another solo episode. It has been a while. As you can see, we've been having a lot of guests on the podcast, which has been absolutely amazing because have been able to expand my mindset between the difference of a solopreneur and a business owner and just being able to hear how each of these different business owners have approached their business, the different practices that they take. It's been really insightful. So I hope you guys are enjoying those episodes. I have definitely been enjoying doing them. But I wanted to start to throw in some solo episodes in the mix uh, just to start to get some of my thoughts out there. I love interviewing. I love asking questions, but I also love talking. Um, And so I wanted to chat a little bit with you guys today. Um, And you're going to probably see a theme through these next couple of solo episodes. I wanted to talk about my particular expertise in what I do, which is helping business uh, businesses improve their customer experience. So I have a lot of experience on the side of online customer experience. I've been working with uh, many different businesses. I have $3 million businesses right now that I've built out their customer experience and I manage their their customer experience um, full-time. And I run that for their company. And then I have other companies where I do that fractionally for them. And so it's been a really neat experience. And I wanted to bring some of the different expertise that I have been gaining through this and learning and learning about people and learning about how people consume content and how they can improve and stay accountable and actually get the results of your program. So I wanted to talk about this idea of creating a standard of expectation for yourself when it comes to delivering to your clients. Um, Because something that I see specifically with the online business owners that I work with, uh, they worry about, well, what if my clients aren't getting results um, and they are not staying accountable, like they're not keeping in touch with me, they are kind of MIA on me. I know that this this definitely can have a toll on business owners because they worry about, well, this person paid me money, right? They're, they're approaching it from a very ethical standpoint of this person paid me money and they're not showing up. I've been trying to reach them and they're not getting back to me. And so I feel bad because it's like, am I doing enough? Am, am I helping them get the results? But they they kind of understand that it's on the, the client's part. And so there's this weird, like, I don't feel like I'm enough. This person paid me money. Why don't they just show up and do what they said they were going to do? So I think that there's this theme that definitely will happen as you start to get more clients is that there are going to be clients that decide not to do the actions and not to follow the steps and not to uh, keep in contact with you. That is going to be a normal process. And uh, what we look at and what I found is that that's normally about 10% of all your clientele is that there's going to be 10% that just don't do the work. And that is something that we can't control because when it comes to a client and um, a product relationship, right? When you're offering them a product, a service, there is still two sides. And so it's important to remember that um, when you start to grow your company and as you start to get more and more clients on that, there's the side of, 
there's just going to be that 10% that, that don't show up because it still is a two-way relationship. And so after you've understood that, we need to now look at, well, how can I make sure that I am giving the best experience possible so then I can go to sleep at night knowing that I've done everything on my part? Because if you can come in as the business owner and show up as 100%, and go, I am giving my all, I'm giving exactly what was promised and more, right? You have already surpassed a lot of people in business because a lot of people in business, they overpromise and they underdeliver. Um, there is this concept that I've heard going around that you want to overdeliver, overdeliver, but people are promising overdelivering and then they are not even meeting the bare expectation. And so let's back up a little bit and let's start with, let's meet the expectation and then let's set up key moments where you can over deliver and people will look at that and go, this is an incredible experience. So we're not going to talk about how to do those key moments of over delivering yet, but I do want to talk about ways that you can set a very clear expectation with your client. So then you know what's required of you to show up hundred percent and to give your client the best experience possible. And then you can also understand the relationship that they have to it, where they don't show up for it, you know that that's not in your control. So you can then rest easy at night and go, I have done everything that I promised. I've done everything that I knew was my standard of expectation. Okay. So when it comes to setting a standard of expectation, the best way that I found to do this is setting up some type of guarantee. So I love Alex Hermosi and everything that he talks about. He wrote his book, $100 million Offers. You should definitely go and talk about that. And he lays out all of the different types of guarantees that you can give for your program. Now, that's not something I want to go into in terms of what types of guarantee that you can give for a program. You guys can go and read that book. But I want to talk about the importance of a guarantee and how you can now bring that into your client experience and uh, make sure that everybody's on the same page, that they understand that client agreement, and that you can set those expectations. So then you know how to show up 100% and provide a really good experience for them. So how I recommend that you do this based off of my experience, because this is how I've done it in the, the companies that I work with, is that we have this document. So the business has decided on what guarantee they want to give. Um, for example, like if you don't get the result, like this specific result. So I, um, there's a business I work with that does business coaching. So if you don't make your investment back in the program, that's a totally reasonable result that they're giving, right? So they're talking about the results. So if you don't make your investment back in this program, then we're going to work with you for free until you do. So there's their guarantee. Okay, if you want more information on this, again, go check out Alex's book. He, he's going to explain it a lot better than I can. So they have their guarantee figured out. That's step one is you've got to figure out what your guarantee is. And I love picking a guarantee because what it does is it solidifies uh, the result that you're going to be delivering to the client. But it also it also leaves that space to go if if the result isn't achieved, but you as the client have done all of the work, 
then that's on us as the business. And we are going to do whatever we can to make that up to you, right? That's what that essentially, we're going to work with you for free because it's, if you show up and do all the work, then we're going to take that responsibility and we're going to go, okay, let's figure it out. Let's get you this result until uh, like, let's work with you until you get this result. And so there's that side of things, but then it also handles a client objection of what if I don't get the result? Because I know that that's something that a lot of clients have. They go, well, what if I get to the end of the program and I've, I've invested all this money and I don't get the result, but I've done the work. There's a fear right there. And so you can use your satisfaction guarantee to handle that objection on a sales call or if that ever comes up with a client. Okay. So first step is you have to have a clearly defined result and a guarantee attached to that result. That's first step. Then after we have that, I take that and I put this in a document. I put it in a Google doc. You could do it really anywhere. Um, a Google docs just easily accessible. And so I put it in a Google doc. I put their logo in the Google doc. I make it look all nice for the business. And then I go back and I ask the business owners, what are all of the things that your clients need to do to be successful or rather can you tell me what your most successful clients have done to get this result? And so by asking that question, the business owners now then go, okay, well, we have, let's say these five successful clients, we're going to go and look at them and go, what were all of the things that they did and why did they get the results? And then we take those action steps and we put them into that document, which I call a satisfaction guarantee document. We put them into that document and go, okay, everybody who comes into the program, here are a list of five to 10, right? 10's a lot, um, but five to maybe seven uh, action steps that if you take these and you follow this process, you will get the result. That's how dialed in we want to be. So if you're looking at your business and going, well, I don't know what are the most, uh, the, the top action steps that my most successful clients are taking, best thing that you could do is get them on an interview and go, okay, let's walk through what happened. I mean, hopefully you would have some, uh, some insight because you've been following them through, they've been following your program, right? That you've been taking them through a path, a roadmap. Um, so hopefully you'd have some insight on that. But if you need more clarity, you can always go and interview them. And this is something that I like to do when going into a new business is going, okay, can I get on an interview and talk to your top clients that have gotten the best results and ask them what they did? And by doing that, you start to compile a list of what are those, those action steps that need to be taken for clients to be successful. So after you have compiled that list, and again, you can interview your top clients, you can send them a message and just ask them to talk to you about it. Um, you don't have to get on an interview, but I think it's important to start to recognize these things and compile a list. And then I help with the process of let's narrow this down. Let's make sure that it's very, very clear that these action steps are measurable. And so if one of your most successful clients said, oh, well, I had clarity on my vision, right? <laughs> you don't want to put that in your satisfaction guarantee and go, in order for you to qualify for this guarantee, you have to have clarity on your vision. 
that is really, really hard to measure for the client, but it's also very difficult for you to track. And so you need to go, all right, how do we break that down? How did the, the most successful client get clarity on their vision? And is that something that we cover in the scope of this program? So you need to get clarity on each of those action items and go, are these action items measurable and something that I could track from my side as the business owner? Okay, so after you have those written down, again, going back to step one, you have to decide on your result and then attach a guarantee to that result. You then have to go back to your look at your most successful clients and go, what are those exact action steps that they've taken? And make sure that if the order is important with those action steps, that you put those action steps in order, because that may also contribute to success. So then once you have that, we take those and we put those in that document. And essentially this satisfaction guarantee document is saying this guarantee that we are going to give you is we'll give it to you if you do all of these action items and still don't get the result. Because going back to what I said, this ensures that if the client does all of the work and they still don't get the result, you're now taking responsibility for that. And you're going, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for this. We're going to give you that guarantee until you get the result or whatever guarantee you have come up with. And so that helps ease the client's mind. But then that also helps ease your mind because I know, especially for new business owners, this can be a real hang up when you first start a business. You're going in and you're going, I actually haven't had a lot of like proof or testimonials of this work. Like maybe I've done it for me. Maybe I've done it for a small number of beta clients, but I'm promising big results, right? Is this actually realistic? Is this something that people can achieve? And so that can also help you be, feel more comfortable pitching your product because you've then looked at it and gone, well, if they don't get the results, I'm willing to take responsibility for that and help them until they do instead of just leave them in the dust. And so I put all of those into a document and uh, then what, where that document goes is that goes in the onboarding process. And so at businesses and different companies, their onboarding processes look different for when a client jumps on board with them. But essentially uh, what I like to do is either include it in the onboarding call and go, okay, we're going to just take some time to um, go over the expectations of the program and I'll open up that document and then I'll go through the, each of those action steps with them. And then this is a really important question to ask after you've gone through those action steps is do, do these expectations uh, meet what you were expecting out of the program or do these action steps meet what you were expecting out of the program? When you join, when, when you join the program, is this what you were expecting to do? And it's really important to ask that question because what you're revealing with the client is if they are willing to put in the effort and energy to do what you outlined. I've had onboarding calls where I've asked that question of does what we just went through, meet your expectations of what you thought the program was. And I've had clients answer, no, like I wasn't expecting to do this in order to have to get this result. And so I don't want to be a part of the program anymore. And so that immediately disqualifies those clients that are not good fits. And so that's a great way to 
filter through clients that may have been a hassle if you had left them in without clarifying those results. But for the people that are a good fit, they go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like you're literally giving me everything that I need to do to succeed and to uh, get the results that you're talking about. And they find it almost as like a guiding light rather than a burden of, oh my gosh, I have to do this, right? They're excited for it. And they're excited that you have clarity on that. And so for the clients that are a right fit, it's a really effective way to get, give them clarity and have those expectations laid out, but then also get them excited about what's to come because there is a plan. Most people want a plan. Like that's what they want. That's what they're looking for is they just want to know that you have a plan for them and that if they can follow it, right, they can then get the result because there's such a massive lack of clarity these days. So then after I ask them those questions and we get on the same page of like, okay, this was what you expected when joining the program. My last question is, do you agree to this? And if I'm doing this on an onboarding call, I'm recording it. So then I get their verbal agreement and I have it recorded. That's just for legal purposes, just in case they come back at the end of the program and go, I didn't agree upon that. We just have proof of that. You could have them sign something. I definitely make sure to include the satisfaction guarantee in any kind of contract that is given to the clients. And so there's like, it's a double proofing, double signing of it. Um, and once you're done with that, you don't really have to revisit it again um, until the end of the program. If they've met it, if they have done the work and they haven't gotten the results, then you can bring that back up. But it's again, it's you could use it throughout the delivery of the program as well to remind them of the action steps that they need to be taking. And so I always use it as a guide to direct people back to like when they're like, I'm not seeing these results. It goes, okay, well, let's look through these action steps. Have you done this thing? No. Okay. That's probably where your bottleneck is because you haven't done the first step in the satisfaction guarantee. And that was that was something that you needed to do in order to get the results, which is why you're not getting the results. And so it gives you almost a compass to be able to determine where people's bottlenecks are quickly because you have a clear setup of what needs to be done. And then on your side, right, it that the satisfaction guarantee really does set expectations for the client. But I think for you as a business owner to set expectations for yourself is really where the contract comes into place and you outline what you're delivering in the program. And you want to be very specific with this in terms of I'm giving one weekly check-in through messenger or through text or through email, um, or I'm giving a weekly accountability form and we're giving this many calls and we're giving this access to these programs. So then you know what you need to do to show up. And so then there's that clear understanding of I need to give this many calls. I need to do this many check-ins. I need to do this many things, right? And so then you know if you've done those things, it's just about then continuing to support them in any way that you can, but knowing that if they're not showing up, if they're not doing the expectations that you laid out for them in the satisfaction guarantee, there's not much more that you can do. And so you might as well just stop worrying about it and go, okay, well, I'm going to continue to show up for them and I'm going to continue to be there for them. But if they don't want to utilize that, that is, that is what, what they're choosing to do. And so by coming to terms with that, you're able to then let go of worrying about things that are outside of your control. And you can now continue to focus on delivering a fantastic customer experience. 
Okay. So let me know if that idea of setting up a satisfaction guarantee was helpful to you. Uh, I like, and potentially want to talk about how to add, um, value on top of the satisfaction guarantee after you've built and set those base expectations. So how to over deliver in the right way is, is what I would say it's about because there's so many people that try and over deliver in the wrong way. So we'll talk about that in the next solo episode, but thank you guys for now and uh, see you guys later. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.